Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. Welcome on the Culture News. My name is David Cerebro, and I have the pleasure today on iHeartRadio and many other platforms to have the wonderful, the amazing, we call her the Gen Z punk rock musician, but she's way more than that. The wonderful, the gorgeous, the amazing Bailey Spin. Bailey, how are you? I'm so good. Thank you so much. What an opening. I feel so special now. You see that, but you are special and I'm not the only one to think about it, you know. So you're absolutely wonderful. So congratulations for all the great things uh, that uh, that you've done in your career and, and uh, you know, all you have accomplished and building this uh, amazing community of yours. So who are you? I started out as a social media star. It was always one of my dreams to be some kind of influencer. I wanted people to watch me. I felt like I had something to say. And so I started just posting myself online and trying to figure out what kind of things I liked and what kind of audience would follow me. But I was also always really, really into music. I was such a music person. I played a lot of instruments like the ukulele, the flute, the trombone. I play the guitar now. I loved Broadway. I went to a bunch of shows with my dad and I was always too anxious to perform or sing for anyone. So nobody really knew that I enjoyed this. And I actually started weightlifting and listening to rock music kind of ironically because it would get me hyped up. It's very high energy, but the more I listened, the more I liked it. And that's where all this punk rock music really originated because I was like, I feel like I have something to say. I'm a little angry all the time. I'm a little angsty. And so it was the perfect route for me to go down. I'm just such a punk rock fan. Wow. And I hope you won't be angry anymore, you know, because you shouldn't be angry, you know, like <laughs> you know. only in the songs, not in real life. Yeah. If I am angry, I look at your video. I'm not angry anymore. You know, I think life is amazing, you know, and yeah. so is your your wonderful new ep again congratulations uh my worst enemy so you mentioned like uh your influences being punk rock and all of that for some reason i hear a lot of uh, uh country i hear a lot of pop music a am i wrong to 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 think that i heard even some taylor swift at some point you know like the the recent more of her recent sound uh, uh, who are the artists who influenced you the most? Because it's funny you mentioned Broadway, because you know Broadway is really my thing. But y y there's a lot of theatrical in your um, in your music video. We see it right away in your lyrics uh, mm -hmm. uh, and also in your in your video. So tell me about all these influences of yours. The country and the Taylor Swift definitely makes sense. I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan, but also I grew up in Virginia and I do catch myself in some moments. I do have a little bit of a, you know, Virginia accent. It's sounding a little more Southern than I would like, I, especially on like, I say feelings, which sounds a little bit odd, but I take a lot of inspiration from Broadway because that's how I learned how to sing. I love storytelling and really immersing people into it. And I definitely, I had a problem with diction for the first parts of my singing career because I really you could hear every single word that I was saying which isn't a bad thing but um the country does make sense and I take a lot of inspo from Paramore, Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne is like my favorite person ever I say that all the time but I love guitars and rocking and being able to headbang and all the energy. Well definitely I'm very glad so so you're a Swifty right? I would say so yes I'm a a I am bit also of an old Swifty, Swifty, you know. <laughs> I'm Swifty and Jewish. I'm both, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, I 
Taylor Swift was the first concert that I ever went to. I think wow. it was the Red Tour. It was like way back when I was like 13, but I love her. Good for you. Well, I'm sure she's listening and she says hello, right, Taylor? <laughs> I hope so. So, um, so let, let's talk about, you know, from what originally uh, got really your name out there was these viral videos that you were doing. How many followers you have on, on TikTok? Like 14 million? Is that what it is? Yeah, I now I think it's 14.8 million, which is just insane to me. I don't even really process it anymore. Um, I don't know how I got there. You know, it's 14.8 million. It's 14.799,000 more than me. <laughs> so, but, but that's how, okay. How You're going to get there. Grow, but how do you grow uh, Bailey Spin? How do you grow uh your a community like how do you start how do you say okay i'm gonna open my tiktok channel what do you start to to do like what is your i would say your um your editorial line uh when you choose to do your videos like how do you come up with all that idea I'm a very creative person. I've always been more like artistically minded. So a lot of my ideas come from things that I just see around me. I got a lot of inspiration actually from music for content. And I really tell other people to just take inspiration from the things that you love and the things that actually inspire you. You know, if you can't take inspiration from something, don't try to force it because then you're just going to get sick of posting this. So make sure that if you want to post this, be consistent and do something that you love so you don't get tired of it and you want to keep doing it and share your passions with everyone. Wow, that's really, really, really well said. And how your community started to discover your uh, your your music and what is that? You, what is it that you do on your TikTok video? that if someone asks, what would you tell them? I usually summarize it as acting skits and music. But yeah, I started out with the acting skits and they were a little silly, but the way I transitioned into music was by doing covers. And I really had to persist with those covers because my audience was not very accepting of it. And they did not think that I could sing, but you know, everyone has to start somewhere. And I'm glad that I was able to put it out there, even if I did have to deal with all the hate and still got my name out there and let people know that I love to sing and that I was not going to stop, even if they told me that I was not very good. Anyone ever tells you to stop, you send them to me by all means. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, I, would send yeah. them, I would send them the French mob and we would take care of it. You know, we'll make people <laughs> disappear very easily. Do not worry. <laughs> I'm okay, got you. I'm protected. But... Thank you. <laughs> no, no, no. But by all means, what a great idea. And and, you know, you're saying something very nice that nothing is for granted, that you can have 14 million uh, followers just on TikTok. You have more millions, uh, you know, <laughs> in all the platforms. But and 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 yet you had to kind of uh, start with covers and before you started to bring your uh, your music. This is something that you would recommend, actually, to start with covers and and then after bringing your own song, is that what worked for you? But you will recommend it also? Yeah, I would definitely say that. Kind of ease your audience into it, especially because if they're listening to a song that they know or it's something that they heard of, they're probably more likely to like watch your content and see what covers you make. And they're going to want to listen to you if they know the artist or they like the song. But I kind of take it baby step by baby step. And I find that people responded very well to the covers. Well, indeed, they are absolutely beautiful and you can uh, listen to them on YouTube and many other platforms. So now, 
you have your upcoming tour with stops scheduled in San Francisco and New York. When when is New York? Because I'm in New York. When is it? It is on October 6th. I just did the San Francisco show on the 24th. And tomorrow I have the Anaheim one. Okay, well, I'll be there in New York to to applaud you. So to all the the audience, if you see a crazy guy at the first row who is <laughs> applauding, you know it's me, you know. <laughs> okay, so, amazing. So where is it in New York? Where is it? It's at the Mercury Lounge. I'm not really oh, familiar yeah, yeah. with the New York area. Yeah, no, no, it's a very good place. It's in Lower okay. East Side, if I remember correctly. Okay, got you. Good, very nice spot. A lot of uh, bands there. It's really good. And it's good for, uh, you know, the, the rock scene, you know. So definitely you're going to have a blast over there. And I hope all New Yorkers will go and applaud you. And we're going to play, of course, your, your, your new track. So what can we see? What can we hear on this new uh, EP release, which is your debut EP, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, this is your first one. My Worst Enemy. Why My Worst Enemy and Not My Best Friend? Why? I spent a lot of time kind of criticizing and judging myself. And I knew that a lot of other people struggled with that too. And I always found that I was placing blame onto myself, even when I didn't need to take the blame or it wasn't my fault. My kind of way of fixing it was to just fall back onto myself and say that I was the problem and that I'm the one who caused this. And even if it wasn't, it sometimes it just, you feel guilty for the things that happen. And so it really was that looking in the mirror and just, saying so many things about myself and things that other people say to me too. And now they don't even affect me because I have said all these bad things to myself and there is nothing you could say to me that I have not said to myself. I love that. You have no idea how much I love that you say that, you know, like nothing can get to you. That's exactly the right way. And you're strong and we love it. And you have this great success and you had your first two releases. Romance is dead runner up so is romance dead you know because i like romance you know i'm from europe we like to eat the ice cream and and eat the hot mm -hmm. chocolate and say oh you have some milk here you know is romance dead or not please tell me it's not over that's exactly what i'm looking for all those like sweet little things and i definitely say that in the song i don't want to believe that it's dead i just think i haven't found anyone that's willing to give that kind of romance to me and that's really what I'm looking for and I know a lot of other people were looking for that same thing but a lot of people are very quick and not very serious and you know they'll say they like you and then you never hear from them for like two months and you're like I, where'd you go what happened yeah that's the story of my life you know <laughs> <laughs> me too no no but you're right I think it has a lot to do with the games that people play these days and the uh, and this, I call it the swipe culture, you know, like I like mm -hmm. you, I don't like you, you know, this thing with your finger that you remove someone just based on the picture or based on the first impression, you know, why there is so much mm -hmm. in there. So uh, before we start to say goodbye to each other, before we start to play your beautiful music, um, what are the next thing coming up for you? Are you, what are your next step? What are your next projects? Uh, tell us about all of that. I have been working on a lot of music behind the scenes because I really wanted people to know that I was serious about music and I really want to push myself fully into this career path. So I have a couple songs that are unreleased that I've been playing on my tour that will definitely be released soon. I definitely have a single that will be coming out soon. I wrote this song and I was like, this has to come out immediately. It has become one of my favorites. So I cannot wait to share that with the audience and they can probably expect 
another drop of songs from me. The only thing that matters to me about your future project is, will I be the first one to know? That's the only thing I want to know, you know? Will I be yeah. the first one? That's all, that's all, that's all. So, we'll email it to you before we post it. Please, please, <laughs> please, please. I want to have the song and I want to play it exclusively, you know? I love to say exclusively, you know, because everybody played it, but I pretend that I get the prime, you know? But- <laughs> Like I had it first. I listen, I'm so happy to have you. You're absolutely wonderful. And congratulations for all the great things you're doing. And please go on October 6th, right, in New York City mm -hmm. at the Mercury Club. It's a really great venue. Say hello to them. And they always have wonderful artists of the Mercury venue. You're going to see the gorgeous, the wonderful, the amazing Bailey Spin. Let me spell it for you because a lot of people sometimes ask me, uh, how is it spelled? B-A-I-L-E-Y Spin, S-P-I-N-N. Uh, she is wonderful. Ladies and gentlemen, my dear Bailey Spin, this is your show. This is your radio show. You come in, out, you have the key. <laughs> You come in, this is this is yours. It all belongs to you. You can do whatever you want. You have the key. It's yours. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is David Cerebra. I had the pleasure to have today on the Culture News, on iHeartRadio, the wonderful, the gorgeous, the amazing Bailey Spin. She has released her debut EP called My Worst Enemy, You. She will be in New York. October 6th at the Mercury Club, she released her first EP, My Worst Enemy, go to listen to it. She got billions of views and she has millions of followers on TikTok. You can follow her. She does really great things. And now we are going to listen some songs from her EP, My Worst Enemy. It's a very rainy day today in New York, but Bailey Spin brought us the sun. Have a lovely day. Pleasure having you all.